So the number two thing I want to share with you, I, I want to try and see if I can go through them as much as possible, okay? Hallelujah. You are the best. Tell me about you are the best. The next thing is joint airship. One of the benefits we have, the first benefit I mentioned is what? The benefit of being cherished by the head, isn't it? I was talking about the benefit of oneness. Oneness with the Godhead. It's strange, oh. Oneness with the Godhead. Hallelujah. Joint what? Airship. As a member of the body of Christ, you are an heir together with Christ. You are an heir together with Christ. Romans chapter 8, verse 17. Look at Romans 8, 17. It says, and if children, then heirs. Heirs of God. It's like everything God has is now yours. Lift up your hands. And ask the Lord to give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Yes, tell the Lord, Lord, give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Help me to have revelation of what you are saying. Give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation, Lord. Grant us the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Help us appreciate what you have done for us. Help us. Help us. In Jesus' name. Amen. And if heirs, then what? Joint heirs. Eh? Heirs of God. And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God. Joint heirs, not co-heirs. Thank you. Yeah, because there shouldn't be. If it's playing on. Do you know this message will show up on TV? Do you know we're on TV? How many of you know we're on TV? So if you are sleeping, maybe the camera will catch you where you are sleeping. Maybe your, your mother will be watching when it is when it's on. And then she'll notice that, ah, Kofi, it's never pay Kenya older. It's on Joy, Joy Prime. Every Sunday morning, 7.30 to 8 a.m. How many of you know about it? Beautiful. So, they are going to play this one maybe in the next two months. So you don't want to be sleeping. Yes, yeah, so that's why they, some that will come and come and take something from it. If there's something in my dress, they'll come and take it away, okay? Just so that there's, we don't have a certain kind. We have a certain kind of excellence, small excellence. You get it? It would be, be war if they, they noticed something on me and they didn't say it. It would be a very serious war. Hallelujah. But you can't come and take something from me. You know I mean? There are people who know what to do. Hallelujah. See, I'm a joint heir with him. Yes. Joint heirs. Joint heirs. All the things that Jesus... Jesus inherited something. Okay? There's an inheritance that Jesus had. By virtue of his coming... His death, by his obedience, he got an inheritance. Are you in the church? And I want to show you some of the things he got. There are a lot, but I just want to show you a few. Look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11. It also shows us. It says, in whom, in Christ also, we have obtained an inheritance. Why? Because of the, the inheritance of Jesus. It says, in Christ, we also have obtained an inheritance. Being predestinated according to the purpose of him, who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. So in Christ, there's an inheritance, there are inheritance that we have. God has an inheritance in us. And then we have an inheritance in God. If you read in same book, same chapter, Ephesians chapter 1 now, but verse, uh, verse 13, look at Ephesians 1, 14 rather. 14. 15. 16. 
Yes. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Then he says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, so that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. So God has an inheritance in us. And we have an inheritance in him. God gained, you see, what God gained by virtue of Jesus' obedience is more than what God, gained, God would have gained if Adam had not fallen. <laughs> it's wild. It's another message, I tell you. God gained so much more. That's why you hear much more, 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 much more. What God gained is more, far more. It's called restitution. Restitution is what you, what you had before, getting it back and getting more compensations added to it. So God has been compensated in us. You'll be shocked. But there's an inheritance that we have in Christ as well. He says, in whom you also, you have also obtained an inheritance. Now, what are some of the inheritances you have received? Can I show it to you? Revelations. Go to Revelation chapter 5, verse 11. And I beheld and heard the voice of many angels run about the throne, and the beasts and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000. You're talking about millions, but there were no words. There was no, there was no word for millions at that time. And thousands of thousands. Same with the loud voice. Worthy is the lamb. Worthy what? Is the lamb. That was slain. What was he slain for? He was slain to receive something. He was slain to receive power. To receive riches. To receive wisdom. To receive strength. To receive honor. To receive glory. And to receive blessings. These are some of the things that he has inherited. By virtue of his obedience. By virtue of his obedience, he has been given riches, power, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessings. And we are joint sharers. Listen, all these things, he's not going to use the power for anything. He's not using the power for anything where he is now. We are his outstretched arms and outstretched legs here on earth. He is a head, he's seated in heaven. His body is functioning here on earth. He got that inheritance for his body. So all the power you can ever think about. That's why in, Rome, in, in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19, he prays that you may know what is the exceeding greatness of his power. That is at work in you who believe. The one who believes. He says there's a, there's a power that is at work in you. There's an inheritance that you have received. It's called the inheritance of power. Power for what? Power to conquer all. Power to trample upon all. Power to do all. He says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Why? Because he's, he's obtained power for you to be able to function, to not live this life with no strength, with no ability, just barely getting by. No, that is not you. Are you a child of God? Yes. Ask your neighbor, are you a child of God? Yes. You are not just going to barely get by. The power of God, the dunamis of God. Can you imagine? Might, strong strength, the strength of God. You see, he says he obtains strength. Even the strength of God is yours. That's why you can keep going without getting tired. <laughs> one day, one day I was we were with Bishop Doug in a certain country, you know, and we had done it. We had done a lot of me. Had done those of us who were sitting were tired. He was standing, talking, doing a lot of things. He traveled. I saw him travel to another country. 
and come back to where we were and continue to another country and move to another country. He moved to about five countries before coming. We were exhausted, but he was still moving. Why? Strength. Strength. It's called the spirit of might. The greatest inheritance that you can ever have is the Holy Spirit. And that is the inheritance that Jesus has obtained for us. It's called the promise of the Father. By virtue of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, the Holy Ghost has been made available for you and I. And the Holy Ghost is the, is the spirit of power. He's the spirit of might. He's the spirit... Oh. What a blessing. I do not lack anything. Say, I do not lack anything. Riches and wisdom. Riches. His riches are our riches. Have you read 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9 before? He says, for you know, you know the grace. It's part of his grace. It's part of his inheritance. It's part of the things that he has obtained for us. For you know the grace of our Lord. You know it. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sakes. Yet for your sakes. So that you can become, you can enjoy the riches. He became poor. So that you through his poverty might be rich. Might be a, a plutocrat. Someone whose riches cannot be calculated. Hallelujah. You may not have anything in your pockets today. Makes no difference. Makes no difference, brother. Say I'm rich. When you when you when you have let's say if you have a hundred thousand Ghana cities in your account and you don't have physical cash in your pocket, do you get worried? Why are you not worried? You know something. That money is not may not be I mean listen, if you go to the bank today. Or tomorrow to go and cash 100,000 Ghana. They may tell you to hold on for some hours. Because they don't have it. They don't normally don't have There's an amount they don't have in the branch. They have to mobilize it for you. Your money is actually digital. It's numbers. It's just numbers. Yes. If you have a million dollars in your account, it's actually numbers. just numbers. If you want it today, you may not get it today. They may need five days to organize it for you. In the same way. May no hooker. <laughs> There's a heavenly account that you have, brother. You are a billionaire. You are, listen, he says, a castle on a thousand hills are mine. And you are one with him. All the castle on a thousand hills are yours. It's a matter of supply. What do you need? It's a matter of what you need at what time. When you go to the bank, you tell them what you need. Oh, I need, need 10,000 to do something. And then you sign your check and you cash it out. That's all you do. But as to whether you have something in the account, we know that you have something in the account. There's so much in the account. He died to obtain riches for you. He died to obtain riches for you. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be poor in my life. All things are mine. Listen, all the houses around are yours. The best of houses. Yes. The best of houses is yours. Because of what Jesus did. When you need it, ask for it. Why you need an asteroid? That's why I believe in supply. I live according to supply. Yes, it's called giving and receiving. That's how I live. I live by supply. When I need, I ask. He gives it to me, I give. So that I can have, I can be a conduit for more to come. Yes. God is your source, of course. God is your source. All things are mine. All things are mine. Jesus never operated with lack in his mind. There was no lack. There was no sense of lack. Because he knew, he knew who he was. He knew what he had. When he needed a place, 
for supper. He told them, go. You'll find a place and tell the person that I need it. Yes. Tell the person I need it. When he needed a meal, the master needs, when he needed a meal, he told them, go and go and find them. You'll find this meal here. He's oh, it's going to be there. It was always ready for him. There was never a lack. Yeah, never a lack. When we didn't have even 10,000 ganasis or 5,000 ganasis, we're saying we're rich. Yeah. When, we, when we didn't have, yes. Because, because that's the reality. The reality is that you have an account, you have a heavenly account that is fully loaded. Fully loaded. As you are going, it keeps flowing like that for you. You will never walk in luck. See, I will never walk in luck. Jesus died and gave an inheritance. Listen, Jesus had, you see, Hebrews chapter 9. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15. He says, and for this cause, Jesus is the mediator of the New Testament. The word testament means will. You see, there's an old will. A will shows you what you have inherited, isn't it? If a father or a mother should pass on and have properties, the person is supposed to write a will. You see. Now, after the passing on of the person, the will is put in place. Now, Jesus had a lot of things. All things belong to him. But in order for you to inherit what he has, he had to die. Because if he does not die, you cannot inherit. The prodigal son tried to inherit before his father's death. And he made a mess up. A mess of his life. And for this cause, he is the mediator. The word mediator, okay, is... Uh, the, the, execu- the, the, the one who owns the property. Okay? And then there's the one, there's a lawyer who makes sure that the property is given to the one who the owner said to give it to. So there's the owner and then there's the executioner. The executioner of the will is the lawyer. Those of you who are in law school, you know what I'm talking about, right? Okay. So, <laughs> there's the testator and then there's the mediator. No be so. He says, and for this cause, he's the mediator of the New Testament. That by means of death, by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, that they, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. That's it, it's some inheritance, which is eternal. Next verse. Continue, please. For where a testament, a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. That's the one who owns the things. There must, he must die. So as the owner, he died. <laughs> and then when he died, he rose again to be the executioner, the, the one to make sure that you inherit all the things that he died for. How can you be cheated? The one who died, the owner died, and then he came up to come and execute him. Make sure you inherit every single thing. He knows all the details because he owns it. The lawyer is the owner. And he died and rose up as lawyer to make sure... Are you learning anything? See, I'll never go down in my life. That's why you need to keep talking to Jesus. He will lead you. He will show you the various things that I died for this. Enjoy this one too. <laughs> yeah. Jesse Duplantis, you know, one day was just lying down talking to the Lord. 
And the Lord told him, you are not asking for anything now. Now you've, it's like you have a lot of things, so you are not asking me for anything. Then God told him, Jesus told him that what you have is not much. Ask me for more. There's more for you. That's what he told him, you are not asking me for much. You are not asking me for much. It's like now a lot of things are working, so you are not asking me for anything. And he told him there's more. Joseph Prince had a vision. And he saw a big ocean, a large ocean. And then he saw a man being put into the ocean. And then the man was brought out, wet. And then God told him, this is you. And this is what you have enjoyed so far of all that I have done for you. Of all the things I died for, this is all that you have just, you have just bathed. There's a whole ocean for you to enjoy. Yeah. A whole ocean. A whole ocean of his grace, of his goodness, of his kindness, of his beauties for us to enjoy. That we have not enjoyed because we keep thinking that we, are, we have done something, I've, I've done this, I've done that. I've, I was going to show you how Jesus has died for your sin and also for the sins, isn't it? He's taking care of it all. He's taking care of it all. So that you can be free to serve him. Yes. We are, we are free to serve him. He says, don't use your liberty as an occasion to what? To fool around for the flesh. But as for the liberty, he has gained it for us. Just don't use your liberty as an occasion for the flesh. That's all. But the liberty, he has given it to us. As for the liberty, he has given it to us. For where there's a testament, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. Because without the death of the testator, it cannot come into force. So Jesus died so that we can inherit power, wisdom, glory, honor, joy. Every good thing you can talk, you can, you can talk about has been given to us in Christ. What a blessing. See, I'll never fail in my life. And one of the big ones. One of the biggest inheritances that Jesus has chalked for you. Do you want to know it? Yeah. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 to verse 4. Who being that he's talking about Jesus. says Jesus being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. And upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins. Have you seen it? He had by himself what? Purged our sins. It's plural. Sins. When he's talking about the nature of sin, he says sin. When he's talking about the acts, he says sins. When he had, he had by himself, he did it himself. He did it like, I, I have to do it myself. I have to oversee, see to it. So when he had by himself, purge our sins. Eh? He sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. When he finished, he sat down. Sat down, for, sat down in the place of authority to help us. To intercede for us. Jesus is sitting on the right hand of authority to intercede for us. When there's a problem, say, hey, my friend, my friend, I died. I died for this guy. No touching, no talking. You can't speak against him. You can't do any of those things. That is why in Romans chapter, look at Romans chapter 8, verse 32. 31, go to 31. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? The one who is supposed to bring condemnation, he can't because the judge, the judge of all is on our behalf. And we are actually in him, so we are seated on his throne with him. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Verse 33. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justified. Who is he that condemned? It is Christ that died. Nobody can condemn you. So stop condemning yourself. 
He has taken care of it. I told you yesterday that the nature of God, the life of God, does not fool around. That's not sin, isn't it? Yes. So forget about the things that are past and start a new leaf. The life of God is in me. I don't do certain things. I don't sleep around. I don't do those things. I'm not into that. Are you in the church? Yes. I'm not into stealing. Because it's not con- Jesus isn't stealing anybody's money. He, in his presence, thieves changed. Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus was, a, was, a, was a froster. He was a scammer. He was a 419 guy. He was into touching computers. When he met Jesus Christ, he changed. And returned the monies of those who he had stolen from four times four. Times, that's the law of restitution. The law of, according to in, in Leviticus, the law of restitution. He restored four times all those he had taken money from. Are you in the church? Yes. So if you, are, if you, if you, are, you have the life of God, you are not into those things. You are the one who, who people come to repent before, not the other way around. Are you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'll never go down. Who is he that condemned? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is written again. Who is even at the right hand of God also? For what purpose? Who also maketh intercession for us? He's making intercession for us. Talking on our behalf. Helping our consciousness and our conscience. When, it's, when our conscience is condemning us, he says, my son, don't let your conscience condemn you. Look at what I've done for you. What I did is greater. Yes. When he had by himself purged us, go back to Hebrews chapter 1. He sat down. Yes. The work is finished. He's done. He sat down. On the right hand of the majesty on high. Verse, verse uh, 4. Then it says, Be made so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. So Jesus inherited something called a name. Say a name. name. The name of Jesus. It's an inheritance. That has been given to you and I. As a property. It's our property. Now what is the power of that name? Philippians chapter 2. <laughs> verse 5. Can you imagine? You, ha- you own the name. You own the name of Jesus. And you can use the name of Jesus. To accomplish. Listen. All authority. You see what? If, if, if the queen of. The king of England now. Should write a letter. Okay. With your name on it. And send it to the president of this country, requesting for your presence at Buckingham Palace. And you don't have a visa. You don't have a, a UK visa. You don't have a passport. You don't even have Ghana card. What do you think will happen? Straight, you are going. Isn't it? No questions asked. Private jet. You won't go to customs. You won't go to anything. You are just going straight. You are just. Why? Because the king of England has a name. There's a name. When that name is mentioned in some places, you have access. There are keys that that name opens. There are doors that that name opens. Are you understanding? The person has collected this. Jesus has a name that... (laughs) When that name is mentioned in the heavens, it opens all the doors of heaven. When that name is mentioned on earth, it opens all doors on earth. When that name is mentioned under the earth, it opens all the doors under the earth. Every name, everything that has a name responds to the name of Jesus. So when you stand there, you say, in the name of Jesus. 
I command the sickness to go. That sickness has no place but to go. Why? Because every sickness has a name. Cancer has a name. It's called cancer. Hypertension has a name. It's called hypertension. Poverty has a name. It's called poverty. Everything that has a name responds to the name of Jesus. When you say something should bow in the name of Jesus, it bows. It is an inheritance that we have. The seven sons of Sceva tried to use the name of Jesus. They said to that demon-possessed man, they said that, I command you, I adjure you in the name of Jesus Christ, whom Paul preaches, to come out. And the demon said that, Jesus I know. Paul I know, and Jesus I know. But who are you? They were not born again, so they didn't have access to that name. They they hadn't inherited that name. We have inherited the name. At that name, every knee, every knee bows. Of things in heaven, of things in earth, of things under the earth. Every knee bows, every tongue confesses. Listen, you have access. I have access to all things. Access. It's part of the inheritance God has given to us. So when we say you are joint heir with Christ, understand that one of the things that you, are, you have inherited, you have his name. You are possessor of his name. And you can use that name to make a way for yourself. At that name, every demon bows. At that name, every authority, human. Listen, maybe you don't know. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20. Mano Hoshe, Felo Ragadaba. Which he wrote in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in, in the heavenly places. Far above all principality and power and dominion. Then he says, and every name that is named. The name of Jesus is above every name that is named. Not only in this world, but also in the world that is to come. Amplified. Listen, go home and go and just listen to the message and pause it. When you hear a verse, pause it. And just meditate on it. Just think about it. Just think about it. You'll be shocked. I don't come from a, a rich home. I've tasted poverty before. Yes. I shouldn't be where I am. No, no, no. no. These are the things that has prospered me. I shouldn't have the confidence I have. I can talk to kings. And it's not a problem. I, my, my, my self. Eh? You know what I want to say? My, my, my confidence rises when there's authority. You understand? When there's, instead of being, feeling shy, my confidence rather, my boldness rather comes. When I see authorities, president, whatever. And so, what's up? It's not a problem at all. Yeah. It's because I know someone who owns all things. The, the person of a man does not mean much. Doesn't mean much. Because I, I, I know who I, I know where I am. I know who I am. You don't give me food to eat. What can you do to me? Hey, what can you do to me? What can you do to me? You don't give me life. What can you do to me? You can't do anything to me. I respect you, I honor you, but hey. Hey. I'm a child of God. The one, the one I work for and the one I live with and the one I live in is higher than all. Greater of, the creator of all things, including the one who is talking. Yes. Are you in the church? Look at this. It says God has put him far above all rule and all authority and power and dominion. Every name that is named. Every name that is named. Above every title that can be conferred. So there's no title that can be conferred that is higher than the title that Jesus has. So Jesus' name is a title. It's not only his personal name like it. It's a title. 
that everything responds to. No title that can be conferred can be compared to the name of Jesus. And Jesus obtained that name by his sacrifice, by his offering. He says, therefore, God has given him a name. God gave him a more excellent name. God gave him a name. That's in Philippians chapter 2, where we're going to read. He gave him, God gave him. And that name, when he was given that name, he handed it over to us. Everything Jesus received, he turns and gives it to us. It is my inheritance. Above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age and in this world, but also in the age and the world which are to come. So there's no age. You can't say that the name of Jesus was working in the apostles' time and that's not working in our time. Every age, every aeon, every aeon works under the name of Jesus. Yes, the name of Jesus is valid at all times, in all, in all cases, in every place. And when you mention that name with faith in that name, Peter said, it is not our holiness. Eh? That has made this man whole. But it is the name of Jesus. It is faith in the name of Jesus. That has made this man whole. Every dead thing comes back to life because of that name. That name is higher than everything you can think about. Yes. Whilst he was alive, his name was working. Some people who didn't know Jesus were using, were, were using his name to cast out devils. James and John said, we saw someone casting out devils in your name. And he was not, he's not part of us. Should we stop him? Jesus said, don't stop him. Even once he was alive. So he, he had it before he died. Even before he died. He died so that you can have access to it. All of us can have access. Are you in the church? So it makes no difference where you are. There's an inheritance you have. You are joint heir together with Christ. In his prosperity, in his greatness, in his power, in his abilities. And in his name. What a blessing. See, I'm one, I'm one with him. I'll never go down. Have you learned anything since I started talking? I think you are tired. you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless